Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of Swole Brain Hours with me, your host, Kool-Aid. I'm, as I'm sure you've noticed, we've had an improvement in audio quality since our most recent episode. I am very excited for this. I think it's going to go a long way. Um, I'm looking forward to all the positive changes that are going to come about as a result of this change. And I would like to thank each and every one of you who tolerated those first two episodes while we got our equipment and recording set up ready to go. Um, so today's episode, we're going to discuss, it's kind of an extension of episode two, I suppose, but we're going to discuss um, social media as a whole and why you shouldn't participate. So to dive right into it, um, I had a discussion with a few close friends the other day about how social media, or let me back up a little bit. Basically, the argument was that humans, as part of our evolution, are designed to, if we see something bad happen around us, like for example, uh, someone near you, someone in your life, someone you know, falls in a well, or breaks their leg, or dies. Let's say they get mauled by a mountain lion and they get eaten. That's going to freak you out. You're going to be like, holy crap, there's mountain lions that could eat me alive in my life. This could happen to me tomorrow if I'm not careful. And it puts you in a fear state. It puts you in distress and it makes you wary, you know, to save your life. But it's not comfortable and it's not sustainable long term. It's something that's meant to motivate you to find a solution to that problem and then move on with your life to the best of your ability. Um, so... The problem with this is, as humans, we haven't evolved out of this mechanism because it's very useful for survival. The ones that don't do this probably don't survive very well. Um, And we also haven't evolved to a point where we can differentiate. And so where I'm going with this is with social media, you see, like, this is just like when I was talking about last episode with the news. You see something bad happen on the news, or you see something bad happen on social media, or you're plugged into your favorite political pages on social media, and they're telling you, Oh, the Democrats did this. The Republicans did this. Government as a whole did X or Y. And it puts you in a state of distress. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes you unhappy. It makes you think that the world around you is a lot worse than it is. Um, Now, you can curate your social media and it just be positive things. So you can avoid this aspect of it. Most people probably don't because they're not thinking about it actively. But you can't avoid it. Um... However, even if you're avoiding that aspect of it, I would still go so far as to say um, it's a time waster. Compare it to books, for example. Social media, you can spend a half hour on social media. It'll feel like five or ten minutes. And after it's over, you can't tell someone else a single thing about what you've done, a single thing about what you experienced, or... um, something positive you took away from it. Basically, you just took a half hour of your life and cut it and deleted it, essentially. Now, let's fill that same half hour with a book, especially if it's a nonfiction book. Instead of just telling, even if it was a fiction book, they tell a great story and you say, oh, well, I learned about the adventures of X or Y. It was very entertaining. I'll remember that and I'll be excited to read some more later. Or if it's a nonfiction book, you think to yourself, Oh, well, I learned how, uh, I learned more about the fat metabolism of the body, or I learned why you should make your bed every day before you go to school or work, or I learned why you shouldn't tell a lie, or just any number of things. 
um, that enhances your life, enhances the quality of your life. And I haven't seen the actual study myself, but I've been led to believe that there are studies out there that prove that reading books in particular are directly correlated with a higher IQ. They raise your IQ. So I guess what I'm trying to say here and what I'm trying to convince you of is that there are much more beneficial to you uses of your time than social media. And not only are they more beneficial, but I think you'll find like I have that your day seems longer. Your day feels fuller and longer when you're not on social media because social media, the more time you spend on it, you're just spending all day long deleting time out of your life. You're deleting hours of your life that you'll never get back. And so your day's over and you're like, wow, this day was so short. It was short because the parts of it that you really actually experienced were only a certain fraction of it, not nearly as much as it should have been, which is the whole day. Um, so I cannot recommend enough um, regress, forsake modern uh, devices and comforts, remove yourself from social media. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and segue into a part two here and use that time, in my opinion, to read books and to exercise, specifically lift, lift heavy weights. This goes for all ages. This goes for all genders. Um, you absolutely should be strength training. Everyone should be strength training. There's all kinds of research. There's all kinds of benefits to strength training for both genders, men and women. It's going to make you look better. It's going to make you more competent and able. It's going to make you, it's going to trim you up. It's going to bring you health. It's going to improve your cardiovascular system. Uh, your muscle mass is directly correlated to longevity. So it's going to increase your muscle mass, which is going to increase your lifespan. This is st statistically proven. Um, so, you know, we might end up calling this episode, you, and you'll probably already have already seen this in the title if you made it into this episode, but I think we're going to name this episode about ditching social media in favor of books and lifting. I cannot recommend books and lifting enough. They will change your life. And they also give you an opportunity to unplug. Like I was talking about before, it just seems like when you're spending so much time on social media, your life is just on autopilot. You're just constantly plugged in the machine and you're constantly just on autopilot doing whatever you're told, whatever you're supposed to be doing. You never think, you never stop and examine your life and ask yourself, is my life going on the track I want it to go on? Because you'll find that it's probably not. So, cannot re recommend enough. Unplug. Unplug from all your devices. Don't waste your time on social media. Whatever hobbies or pursuits or things you use uh, your time for, like your free time for, make them active hobbies, make them active pursuits. Don't spend hours on the couch on TikTok. I've done it and I can promise you it's not fulfilling. It is wasting your life away because you only have one life and it's a lot shorter than you realize and you can't get that time back. So lift, eat clean, read books, enhance your life, unplug from the crap that is modern society. Um, I just can't stress that enough. It, 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 in my personal opinion, and I found this to be true anecdotally in my own life many, many times, 
what society at large and what the average mainstream opinion of what is best for you and what works for you is almost never correct. And I mean almost never. The general opinion is for the general human and no individual is the general human. Whatever somebody tells you, oh, this is the best way, this is what you need to be doing. So it could be something more generic like, oh, well, just, you know, being on social media, being on TikTok and Facebook, that's just what we do. Being on Instagram, that's just what you should do. It makes us happy. It's what makes everybody happy. That's what you need to be doing. They're wrong. They're 100% wrong. Uh, no one's life is better with social media. Or, I mean, really, it could apply to anything. Like, I found it to be true in so many different occasions. Like, somebody would be like, for example, uh, fish keeping. Um, I got a new aquarium, and everywhere online, everyone said, oh, the bigger the tank you get, the better. You need to get the biggest tank you can possibly handle because the water will be more stable. There'll be less fluctuations in chemicals. You can have more fish in it. There's never a reason why you should get a smaller tank. You should always get a bigger one. So what do I do? I go out there and I buy a 40-gallon aquarium. Huge aquarium, 500 pounds of water. Set it up. It looks great. It looks appealing, but I can't stand it. I'm like, all that water sitting in one place, it's so huge, it's so much, it's so expensive. I hated it. I had to take it right back to the store. I said, hey, look, I'm sorry, I bit off too much here. This is this is too much for me. And what I do, I walk to the back, get the little standard junkie 10-gallon aquarium that everybody said to avoid like the plague, take it home, plug it up, fill it up, having the time of my life. Could not be happier. Um, and I feel like time and time again, this story plays itself out. What's best for you is almost never what everyone else is telling you is best for you. Don't be afraid, and this is something I struggle with a lot, but don't be afraid to walk your own path. Create your own journey. Do the things that you think are best for you in your unique situation because no one knows your life like you know your life. And moreover, even if they did know your life and even if their advice is objectively the best advice, it's not going to matter for you because you don't know how to properly utilize that advice. Another great example I just thought of when I was doing bench press, when I do bench press, I actually only bench once a week. Uh, gym rats out there, eat your heart out, but I only bench press once a week. And when I do bench press, the common advice that they preach and preach and preach and preach, oh, you need to, you need to pin your shoulders behind your back, pin your shoulders behind your back on the bench, poke your chest out, that's going to give you a strong base, and that's going to activate your chest. And I followed that advice dogmatically for years. And then one day I look up and I'm like, huh, my left pec is huge, my left shoulder is small, my right shoulder is huge, my right pec is small, what, why am I so imbalanced, what's going wrong with me? And another thing is I never enjoyed bench doing that. Bench was just something I struggled through and I was like, oh Jesus, I can't wait for this crap to be over. And I never got better at bench. My bench press weight was abysmal. And then one day I was like, you know what, I saw one guy and Lord bless this man's soul. He said, you know what? I had to unpinch my shoulders from behind my back on bench. I just had to have a totally flat back with arms out, uh, spread shoulders on the bench. And the general advice out there is that that's garbage. Like if you come to one of the, the general advisors or whatever, and you're like anyone on the internet, if you, if you go on the internet and call attention to yourself and say, hey, I bench press with a flat back and with my shoulders out, you would get ripped apart. But what do I do? I go out there and I bench exactly that way. And for the first time since I started lifting, 
I think to myself, wow, I can feel my chest really good. Wow, I feel stable. Wow, I'm able to bench more than I was able to bench before. What gives? And I think it just, it goes to show that you need to find, and this goes out for every individual. Every individual needs to find the magic recipe for them because it is not the same as anyone else. It might be similar. It might be the same as one or two other people. But it is definitely not the most common advice you get. And that goes for everything. So I cannot stress enough, find what works for you. And this even goes towards you know social media. Like if you can handle um, just checking your Facebook or just checking your TikTok for 30 minutes at a specified time that day, I don't believe in it. I'd, I'm not going to do it. But if you find a way that works for you and you think that's the most beneficial thing you can do, you have every right to do it. And you should do it. Because at the end of the day, when your life is over, when you're laying on your deathbed and you're telling yourself, oh, these are my last couple breaths, how your life went is your consequence to bear. You are the only one who has to deal with the outcome of your life decisions. So it is foolish for anyone to think that they have a right to decide how any part of your life should go because they're not going to be around to deal with the consequences they're not going to be around to either enjoy or suffer from the consequences you do or don't make so they have no right they're not paying the price so how do they think that they have the right to tell you how to live your life they don't and this is why i don't agree with everything that the libertarian party has to say at least not yet i don't know if i will or won't in the future but one thing I cannot agree enough is that people need to be left alone. Leave people alone. You don't need rules. You don't need laws except for the most obvious things. Okay, theft, murder, uh, a violent crime. Yes, ob absolutely, obviously, because you're hurting someone else. But every other rule and law is not necessary because one, you don't get to regulate a person's behavior if you're not going to be dealing with the consequences and and. Uh, results of that behavior on their life you don't get to do that you don't get to force them to go to public school if public school if they're going to be the ones who has to deal with either the positive or negative effects of that type of education they pay the price so they get the choice this is just simple stuff but so frequently people and i know i'm going to butcher this quote but so frequently um i've seen i see this quote i can't remember who it's by honestly uh this might be c.s lewis or something like that but he says that the worst tormentors, the worst persecutors are those who feel as though they have a righteous cause because tyrants, robber barons, there will be a time where their cruelty will sleep. There will be a time um, where they have a moment of goodness in their heart. There'll be a time when they're feeling kind or generous or when they don't feel like persecuting you purely for malicious reasons anymore. But those who persecute you for what they think is a just cause will not sleep they will not rest night and day they will pursue you because they have um they can rest assured in their heart that whatever they're doing to you is for your best interest for your own good and it's sad it's it's, it's very sad um and that may be why nine times out of ten people who persecute others do so for what they think is a self-righteous reason because I mean, if you didn't believe in your reason, you wouldn't be doing it, right? If you were just cruel to be cruel, that wouldn't be a constant thing for you because 
there aren't very many people out there who just genuinely enjoy being cruel. That's a very rare variant of person. So, uh, it, this is kind of devolved into ramblings. This just might be a rambling. This is probably going to go under the ramblings episode. Um, but let me take this moment to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if anyone is listening to this podcast, if you would be so kind, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a comment. Drop a like. Whatever it is you have to do. Uh, I'm not super familiar with how podcasting algorithms work. I Honestly, I think the best thing you can do if you really enjoy the podcast Share it to somebody like-minded who might, who has a little free time, who's gotten rid of their social media and is looking for a way to enhance their life, uh, has a little bit of interest in the intellectual pursuits, and say, hey, look, listen to this guy for a minute. See if you like him or if you think he's crap. Couldn't hurt, right? Um, But after you've done that, send me a DM, and I'm probably going to have to... I'll advertise the email more. The email that I use for this account is the actual A C T U A L Kool Aid K O O L A I D at gmail.com. You can email me there with comments, questions, suggestions, anything you like. Literally, even if you just are going through a rough place in your life and you want to talk, email me. I'll be happy to email you back. Uh, I will provide all the best advice that I possibly can. Um, no strings attached, no fees. Um, but email me, tell me, give me suggestions, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, tell me what you want to see me talk about in a future episode, tell me, uh, what times you'd like to see these uploads, like what days you'd like to see these uploads, um, before my episodes were whenever I have time in the car on the way to work, because it was time that was just purely dedicated to nothing, I could just sit with my thoughts and express them, now, now that we've got a little bit better uh, recording setup, obviously you can't have a full-on recording setup in your car, so we had to change up our location a little bit. Now that we've changed our location, it calls into question our timing. What time are we going to do this thing? Uh, so this is just some housekeeping things. Please uh, give me your give me your insights. Let me know what you think. What days would you like to see? What schedule would you like to see? How often would you like to see me record? Um, this is probably going to be a shorter episode because I was just excited to try out the new uh, audio equipment uh, and it, it really did just to kind of devolve into a rambling so you guys will have to forgive me for that but hopefully you got some benefit out of it some hopefully somewhere buried in this podcast was a nugget of knowledge or truth or encouragement that you can use to propel your own life forward even if it's just a little bit um so that's all i i, I really do thank you guys for listening i appreciate your your uh, attention i appreciate your thoughts I'm always open to them. Um, again, email me for anything, any reason. I love to read the emails. Um, and other than that, I hope you all have a fantastic, blessed week. I hope no weapon formed against you prospers. And I hope that you find success in all your endeavors and that all your endeavors serve to enhance your life. Goodbye, everyone.